0: Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Fixed Interests. My name is Justin Patry, a senior director at Fitch Ratings and head of the FitchWire team. You're going to be hearing a bit more from me over the course of 2024 as I've joined the rotation of fixed interest moderators. And I'm going to be bringing a cross-sector and macro credit vantage point to our discussions. Today, I'm very pleased to be joined by Melissa Che, a Senior Director in Fitch's Structured Finance Team, and the lead author on a series of commercial real estate CMBS reports that have been published over the past year, the latest of which was titled, U.S. Commercial Real Estate Refinance Challenges Propel CMBS Delinquencies. So let's start off the discussion right from the top. Melissa, what is the state of U.S. commercial real estate at the beginning of 2024?
1: Thanks, Justin, it's great to be here with you today. Um, U.S. commercial real estate has been facing various challenges and remains under stress. The sustained higher interest rate environment, macroeconomic headwinds, weaker performance fundamentals, as well as overall liquidity and credit, credit tightening are all continuing to pose refinance challenges to U.S. commercial real estate and negatively affect their property valuations. In addition, these factors are also contributing to Fitch's expectations that property level cash flows in 2024 will fall from 2023 levels with the anticipation of slowing rent growth, increased vacancies, as well as higher operating expenses. We are projecting the overall U.S. CMBS loan delinquency rate, which was about 2.3% at the end of 2023, to nearly double to 4.5% in 2024, and increase further to 4.9% in 2025 as maturity defaults materially increase. The higher interest rates are, are leading to refinance challenges for maturing loans that were originated during the prior extended lower rate environment. We also have deteriorating outlooks across all commercial real estate property sectors, including retail, multifamily, hotel, industrial, and office for 2024.
0: Okay, yeah, let's drill right down into the office segment uh, specifically. Um, In your latest report, you forecast the U.S. CMBS delinquency rate for offices to reach uh, a record in 2025. So let's just get into it. What has gone wrong with U.S. offices?
1: The catalyst is the secular shift to remote and hybrid working that has essentially structurally changed the patterns of office utilization. Um, this, in turn, has negatively affected property valuations as cap rates have increased, as well as performance with rental growth turning negative and also with higher vacancies. Newer constructed higher quality assets will have stronger invest- investor and lender interests, while older buildings that are too costly to retrofit could become obsolete with owners increasingly handing back keys to the lender. Fitch's um, US CMBS office delinquency rate, which includes loans that are six, at least 60 plus days delinquent, um, that was 3.2% in January. We are projecting it to more than double to 8.1% this year and then increase further to 9.9% in 2025, um, surpassing the, the prior GFC peak that we saw in 2012 how did we come up with these projections? Um, We did look at our maturing office volume in 2024 and 2025, um, and based on what we know about their performance, what their mortgage coupons are and where interest rates are, we're saying if these loans have to refinance into a higher interest rate environment relative to their lower in place sub 5% coupons, can they do it at a 7% mortgage rate and maintain a 1.7 times debt service coverage ratio or 55% LTV. And based on these parameters, what we're expecting to see is a lot more maturity defaults, which gets factored into the high uh, office delinquency forecast. We took a closer look at actual loan refinance activity, um, meaning which loans paid off and which loans didn't at maturity. Office had the lowest refinance percentage amongst all the major property sectors at 51%, over the 15-month time frame that we tracked between October 2022 and December 2023. This is well below the overall refinance rate across all property types of about 73%. And not surprisingly, we have seen that office refinance rate continue to decline throughout 2023, and in fact, the 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 rate itself in the last six months of 2023 has fallen to only about 37%. For office loans in our multi-borrower transactions um, coming due in 2024, we're projecting an even lower uh, refinance rate, uh, sub-25%. It'll be a long and slow trudge for office as performance trends will further weaken in 2024 and in 2025. Um, Vacancy rates will worsen. Uh, The national vacancy rate was you know, hovering around 13.5% at at the end of 2023, um, and projected to go all the way up to 17% and stay at that level for the next four to five years. And if you factor in the additional vacancies via the sublease space and lower tenant needs, um, you know, it it tops out the availability rate at 16.5% at the end of 2023, and we're expecting that will hit 20% by the end of this year. Market rates will decline. The, the market rental rate nationally is projected to begin to decline by an additional 6% through 2026. Uh, rents are being further stressed by the significant concess- concessions that we're seeing, extended free rent periods with landlords uh, to secure new leasing that has essentially resulted in even lower net effective rents. One thing worth noting with office leases um, Nearly 50% of the leases on office properties are still pre-pandemic leases, um, meaning these these are tenants that signed leases um, before 2020 in a much different operating environment. And at that time, there was not the concept of hybrid or remote working. So half of these lease, half of these office leases still need to reprice, where the tenant will will right size their space to match what their actual usage requirements are, and you know these tenants will want to pay lower rents. What we're also seeing in office are are, are cap rates widening further. Office market cap rates nationally widened um, to about 8.2% in 2023, up from. 7.8% in 2022, um, and the wider cap rates will essentially have contributed to negatively affecting valuations, and this was evident across all um, property qualities of office. And finally, I think another point to note is work-from-home trends, which we're seeing stagnating. Castle Systems, which is a company that tracks building card swipes, um, their database you know, mostly is Class B buildings they are showing that when you compare card swipes pre-pandemic to now, you're at about 50% of that level. And it has essentially flatlined and stayed at that 50% level for about six, six months now. And what does that mean? It's not a great sign as far as a huge rebound in office attendance and return to office trends are, are likely here to stay.
0: So the outlook for for office commercial real estate certainly does not look that positive. But what risks are you monitoring, both positive or negative, that could change your expectations materially? What should people be on the lookout for as something that would make us rethink uh, this overall uh, uh, outlook for, uh, for commercial real estate?
1: First, I, w- I would say the interest rate trajectory and seeing where interest rates are going to come in. The, the sector itself is so sensitive to rates. We do expect refinance rates to improve in 2025, um, driven by the anticipation of lower interest rates and stabilizing macroeconomic conditions. So, you know, alongside interest rates, performance fundamentals and how they shake out um, will also be pretty, pretty important to, to kind of monitor. And then just into, you know, closely monitoring delinquency and special servicing trends, including what types of loan workouts and modifications are done by servicers on loans that do not refinance. Um, you know, We'll continue to, to monitor refinance activity um, on our forward-looking pipeline of maturing loans. Um, maturities, essentially, they increase gradually year over year through 2029, and you know, the refinance stress will be here to stay for at least the next six, seven years um, as the mortgage coupons on these, lows, on these loans remain pretty low relative to where interest rates are currently and where they're projected to be. I would say, you know, I think we're continuing continuously looking also for better price dis- discovery as more valuation data points become available. Um, we're not seeing a lot of sales activity occurring right now, so I think more more price discovery and um, will help um, kind of reset reset uh, the market. And a question that we constantly get um, is where where C R E values are and what are kind of the the peak to trough value declines that we've seen historically. And on average, um, the peak the value declines peak to trough that we've seen going back to the 90s, um, you know, have kind of averaged about 35 to 40 percent. Um, and during these periods of stress, the peak to trough time horizon averaged just under four years. And what does that tell us? Commercial real estate is a sector that is extremely slow to reprice. So price discovery will take time. And C R E values currently, um, the value declines have have yet to exceed previous peaks based on some of the third party data sources that that we've kind of been monitoring. Um, and you know, lastly, I would say. I think issuance trends are pretty important, um, and it is, it is a component to our delinquency forecasts. And 2023, we saw issuance down pretty significantly, 50% in 2023. Um, we're seeing much more improvement and more activity um, in the start of 2024, so we'll see how, how the year shakes out.
0: Well, thank you very much, Melissa, for sharing your views on U.S. commercial real estate and uh, commercial mortgage-backed securities in particular. To learn more about all of Fitch's ratings and credit views, uh, please visit FitchRatings.com.